0: Humans, we're back. We're back for another episode of the Sydney Hollow Show. Welcome to the Hideaway, coming to you live on tape from the beach house. Earliest you can hear this is Tuesday, October 25th. Halloween is right around the corner. We will talk a little Halloween audio costume contest, might clear a few things up for you. Heavy day for the listener line. And we'll pop by Commercial Corner while we're at it. Wow, Sid, Commercial Corner seems to really pop up in the fall. I remember it from last fall. You know, I can only say that the amount of football I watch, you know, the amount of national television, the amount of network television I watch this time of year, I guess is what gets it going. I don't know. You know, Warren Buffett might say, well, these kinds of things are cyclical and you can start making bets on them. Perhaps so. Now, like I said, we are going to get into that, a commercial, but before we do, let's check in on the listener line. You may remember a few episodes back, episode 101, titled Khakis in Disguise All Around Us. I was really talking about my dissatisfaction with these ads that appear mostly in my social media, maybe in fact entirely in my social media. So there I am outing myself for participating in this thing I dislike so much. So, you know, the algorithm's got me. It's showing me khakis. And the selling point on all these khakis is, God, tech pants, man. Bulky. Tech pants, you know, cargo pants, you know, hiking pants. Pants I can do stuff in that's active. They always have these bulky pockets in there. Like, you know, I don't want to look like I'm out hiking or doing things. Introducing these, like, cool... Tech pants. They look like regular khakis. They look like cotton chinos. But really, it's quick dry, moisture wicking. And there's still tons of pockets for your gear, but they're all hidden. No one has to know, you know, that you're carrying all these things. And then half of them have secret underwear, built in liner. And it just chaps my ass. Because I'm just like, ah. You know, where's the authenticity? Okay, so you want to carry a little gear. What's the big deal? I'm not saying you have to go full carg, but why, why is everything have to be, these are tech pants, you know, but they look like regular cotton chinos. I mean, you could just go splashing around in them, you know, but then you could wear these to work. You can commute in them really heavily, but then you can wear these to work. It's just like, I don't know, dude. Is anyone really wading through a creek and then showing up to like a boardroom? Like can we just can there be (laughs) hiking pants and and chinos? Classic cotton chinos class classic cotton khaki slacks? Can those two things exist separately or they have to be forced together and then I have to feel like I'm under disguise pulling the wool over everyone's eyes? A wolf in sheep's clothing. In tech pants, in secret cargs, but you just look at me and think I'm in regular chinos. I don't know. So it burns me the hell up. And if you want to hear more of that, go back to episode 101, khakis in disguise all around us. But we've gotten a few submissions to the listener line. So that's your refresher. Let's check in. First one's from Truck in Savannah. You might recognize his name. His, uh, his company is sponsoring. The Sydney Hollow Show audio Halloween costume contest more to come on that in a few. All right, truck, take it away.
1: Sydney, Truck and Savannah here. I meant to uh reach out to you a little sooner about this hidden technology in khakis, but uh man, I've been overwhelmed with all these people calling me from Rinkin, Georgia. I might even I don't know, but I'm really busy with work, so that's great. Anyways, I was just thinking about this technology, and you seem to be really against it, you know. I, I, I'm not really sure I understand, you know. Like, I've never wasted hours in my day just scrolling through my pants. You know, I, I also, I have a piece of this hidden technology. It's a little pair of khaki shorts. They look, you know, just like any old normal shorts. Had the benefit of a hot city where in the summertime every once in a while you can get away with a pair of khaki shorts at work but these double as a bathing suit. They're not, you know, your regular khakis. They're some kind of fast, dry bathing suit material, but they look like a nice, probably my nicest pair of shorts. But uh, yeah, I don't understand why you, of all people, would be against being ready to go to the beach at any moment. It just boggles my mind. Maybe the word tech is throwing you off. I, I don't know, but I mean, I not a time waster. It's a time saver.
0: Okay, that's some pretty heavy cacklash truck in Savannah defending these type of pants. Of course he's talking more shorts, but he says they look like classic shorts. They look like classic khaki shorts. Has that cotton look, it sounds like. And he said in a hot southern city sometimes this pass business casual. Now I do like the burn. And I accept it. He's never spent hours scrolling through his pants. Well, Truck, you're one of the lucky souls that isn't on social media. And I applaud you for it. And I say, stay gold, pony boy. And he's shocked that I, of all people, wouldn't want a pair of shorts that you could wear to work that easily double as a bathing suit where I could just go get my swim on, where I could get my lounge on where I could take a dip. Maybe you pop by a jacuzzi on your way home. Maybe you swing by a friend's house with a pool. Why does it have to be after work? Maybe this is what people are talking about. Maybe you take your lunch break, you swing into a pool, you swing into a Creek, get, you know, waist deep into a river. Okay. I'm listening, I, and maybe it's more pets related, there's just something I dislike about it. I don't like how they're shoving it down my throat, frankly, and I don't like the deception. <laughs> I mean, we're still talking about deception here. but. You know, I guess there's a certain decorum employers expect at the workplace, but I don't know, man. When I'm hiking, I have a pair of hiking pants. They're not kargs, but the zippers are visible. And yeah, I can go play frisbee golf, disc golf in them, and then still get a beer and a burger afterwards and not feel crazy. But I guess if I was in some of these tech pants, I could go play disc golf and then just feel like I'm part of the after work crowd. No one has to know. I just played 18 baskets. That's my secret. You know, my my tote bag full of Frisbees, discs, it'll just look like I was out making sales calls. I'll just look like a member of the after work crowd Cheers to me in my secret tech pants. And maybe I do hate the word tech. All right, folks, a truck's call had a little bit more to it, but it leans more with the Halloween costume contest. So we're gonna hear the second half of that call in a bit. Let's move on to the next serving of Cacklash. Take it away, Pat in Chicago.
2: Sid, it's Pat from Chicago here, just catching up on the podcast. um, A little bit behind, not afraid to admit it, though. Um, Just listened to episode 100. Great episode. So much fun. I was right there riding around the city with you guys and uh, into episode 101 right now. Oh, by the way, before I move on, the reveal, the bomb that Veronica, whoever she is, your chief marketing strategist, is running your social media account is kind of wild. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, Because yeah, I was DMing the Sydney Hollis show like it was you. And I did get a response. And it was dolphin noises question mark in response to a Kenny Loggins video I sent. And I was like, that doesn't seem like a Sid response. I thought it was a little bit weird. I thought it was a little bit uh, weights in fish, if you will. Um, but I just let it go. Didn't think anything of it. Now it all makes sense. So, well, this is good. Happy to know it. Moving on. Anyway, I'm calling because in the beginning of episode 101, you're talking about these tech pants. I feel you. I really appreciate this perspective. I think it's great. Um, but it made me think of a conversation I was having with my coworker just yesterday, um, about cargo pants. And um, I wanted to pose or posit a scenario to the to you in the audience, the humans out there. Um, do you think that anyone has ever... Uh, no, here's the question. Do you think you could pack everything that you need for the weekend in a pair of cargo pants uh, when you went and traveled somewhere on an airplane? So all you had to bring was your cargo pants, maybe a fanny pack, right? Just as some some extra things but could you find a pair of cargo pants, cargs, if you will, that were big enough, uh, generous enough to hold everything you needed for the weekend? I think you could. And then further, if they were really big and bulky, once you got on the plane, could you take your cargo pants off, remove your shoes, and maybe you have a pair of shorts, small shorts underneath, and then roll up your cars and put them in the overhead compartment so that you are not too bulky and uncomfortable in the uh, seat when you sit down. Maybe you have a middle seat, maybe it's Southwest, maybe you're a C24. So I think that'd be an interesting thing. I'd like to see, you know, one, could it be pulled off? And two, how do you think people would react if you rolled in with a really, you know, weighty pair of cargoes, weighed down, you're swinging side to side, and people are like, oh, Christ, who's this guy's gonna sit next to me? But then you just calmly take them off, roll them up put them in an overhead and then shimmy on through nice and light to your middle seat. Just a thought, an idea. What do you think?
0: Okay, Pat, thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you for admiring my perspective. Not quite cacklash, but maybe a cackback. So boy, oh boy, what a thought. Love, love outsmarting things boy talk about a guy throwing stones from a glass beach house on one hand i'm saying how inauthentic are these hidden pocket tech pants on the other hand i'm like oh i love outsmarting things of course pat's talking about travel and just uh just what i mean by that is i I used to work um at a huge workplace here in new york city that had a work cafeteria I used to work at Pfizer's corporate headquarters, believe it or not, as an audio-visual contractor. And they had a big work uh, cafeteria, and you could do the buffet in the cafeteria. And then it was, you know, priced priced by weight. And, of course, you know, they zero out the scale to the weight of the plate, so you're not charged for the weight of the plate. And I always thought to myself, I should bring one of these plates home. Just take it out in the street to some uneven asphalt. Or, you know, just some asphalt and scrape the bottom of it as much as I can. Get those ridges off the bottom of these industrial plastic plates and get, you know, make the bottom just as thin as I can. So that, you know, I'm getting some of that food for free because it's the scales accounting for what the weight of the plate should be. So in that way, I like outsmarting things. Pat, I like this idea of one sort of outsmarting the airline. I don't need a, a carry on, but then again, you know you're entitled to want to carry on anyway. So it's not so much outsmarting, but uh, <clears throat> the idea of no bag. I love having no bag, and you know, in New York City especially. But I'm I'm guessing everywhere. I've been here for so long. I'm a little out of touch. i be- you know, I've become one of these people. Nevertheless, you know, you go to work on a typical workday and maybe you have plans after. It's nice to have a bag so you have a jacket with you or something like that. But then it sucks to have a bag when you're in a crowded bar or restaurant or doing your thing. So, you know, wintertime's a little bit nice because sometimes you can fit everything you need in the pockets of your coat or your jacket. But then in fall, spring, when you don't need a jacket during the day, then you're like, I don't even want to carry a jacket. I'm the kind of person where I found a jacket once that was so small I could ball it up and put it in my pocket without it being too bulky. And Pat, this is an interesting question. No bag to travel. You're saying maybe a fanny pack, but I say let's let's just hit the pause button on that. Let's think about no bag to travel, not even a fanny, in a in a nice pair of cargs. Cargs <laughs> coming back a little bit. If you talk to fashion experts these days, they'll say that '90s fashion is coming back. Late '90s fashion, early 2000s fashion. And maybe it's acceptable for men to wear cargo pants, although I've never owned a pair of cargo pants or cargo shorts. But I like the idea of traveling for a whole weekend, having everything on your person, no bag. We're talking toothbrush, floss. If you're a contact lens wearer, a little little mini contact solution, a case. You know, if you're... If you have a bike guard, maybe your bike guard. If you're a comb guy or a hair product guy, which I'm, I'm not, could have those things. Of course you need a change of clothes for the weekend. Let's just assume this is a weekend trip. You're traveling on a Friday. So you need clothes for Saturday and Sunday. Socks, underwear, perhaps a blouse. You could be one of those people that doubles up, just travels home on Sunday and what you wore on Saturday. But, you know, if you get after it, you might have a smell to you. If you're around people that smoke cigarettes, you might smell like cigarettes. You may not want to smell like that on your flight home. So we're not talking about too much. Maybe something, you know, are you a Kindle guy? Do you need to carry your Kindle? I mean, it doesn't sound like too much for a pair of carks. And Pat, I like that you said calmly shimmy off the pants. (laughs) And then you've got shorts underneath. Well, this brings me to something I've wanted to talk about for years. Or I forgot I even wanted to talk about. Convertible pants. Cargo pants that have zippers where you can make them into shorts on the go. That's called convertible. You can also have a convertible sofa. When I first learned that in my youth I thought it was funny. I always thought convertible just meant in a car with a drop top, a rag top. But it means to convert. So, I, it's funny. if you want to get a, if you want to get an eye raise out of someone, call their couch, call their pullout couch. a convertible. That's a nice convertible. They won't know what you're talking about. Hey, why not I take a spin in your convertible? And then of course, comparing convertible pants to a convertible car. it's like, oh yeah, 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 well. You know, I mostly just use them regular. It has to be a really nice day for me to take the top down, or in this case, zip the legs off. I wonder if there's a comparison out there to the amount that people that have convertible cars actually use the drop top. I wonder if it's pretty close, statistically, to how often people with convertible zippered pants zip the legs off you know it's like you think you're gonna do it all the time but you kind of just are like eh. so i mean pat i think you go you go convertible pants you don't have to do a shimmy you could still have shorts on underneath if you really want to uh but you don't have to do a shimmy you just sit there right in your uh right in your row and, you know when everyone else is still getting on the plane you're just unzipping you know right near where your knee and your thigh meet <laughs> and then you're tossing your pant legs up into the overhead storage or under the seat in front of you <laughs> now i guess to be honest in a pair of convertible pants i think typically your gear then stays on your person because the the legs just uh unzip so maybe that's a new pant out there we're talking about where you have the you have the cargo under the zipper line which might create some wild swinging pat great thought great thought love not having a bag And yeah, if you do do the shorts underneath, then you're just like, yeah, I'm just putting my pants in the overhead. No big deal. Maybe during the holidays, you've got already wrapped presents for your relatives in your cargs as well. (laughs) Sort of bustling out. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Flight attendant comes around. Can't quite get the hatch closed. (laughs) Looks in bewilderment at a pair of Columbia's or Prana's. All right, again, thanks, Pat, for the call. And, folks, the listener line wasn't all cat clash. This episode, we also had a submission from Ward. Ward in New York. He sends in an article from the New York Post titled, Gender Reveal Party Goes Up in Smoke After Terrifying Firework Disaster. Now, it was maybe about a year ago when I was really getting into the fact that, uh, you know, gender reveals, unregulated, were just... We're just hitting the tip of the iceberg, you know, traveling to space, putting humans in space. There's a certain amount of regulation. There's a certain amount of safety that takes place because we want to preserve human life. NASA can't just be killing astronauts willy-nilly. But gender reveals, you know, it's, it's just out there. It's just an idea. It's completely unregulated. And disaster after disaster continues to happen. And I just, I think we're only seeing like, it can get so much worse. And by so much worse, I mean so much better. Now this particular article is about a couple in Brazil and they hired a videographer and they had fireworks that blew off and then had pink smoke come out when the gender of their incoming twins was revealed to be female. And... Uh, yeah, their, their fence caught on fire and could have burned down their house. <laughs> Just love it. You know, I don't want to see people get hurt, but also I love that these keep going awry. <laughs> I love that people keep coming up with stupider and stupider things. So thank you, Ward, for sending that. That's Ward and NYC, everybody. Now on to the Halloween costume contest. That submissions are due. October 26th, if you're listening to this when it first comes out, this episode is airing on October 25th, Tuesday the 25th, you have until Wednesday morning, October 26th, to get those submissions in. Let's say before lunch, East Coast time. And what I'm looking for is, you know, a description of what you would be, it doesn't have to be what you're going as, and it can just be, hey, I was watching an old episode of Home Improvement and Tim had to go to the dentist. And, well, the dentist was just dressed in this, like, classic outfit. And uh, it struck a chord with me, you know, this style of clothing or it's so 90s. Or he had some embroidery. You know, kind of referency. and But it couldn't be anything. I guess you could say, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going as... Craig McTavish, the last player in the NHL not to wear a helmet. For those of you who don't don't know, Craig McTavish. Well, when the NHL started the helmet rule, uh, players that existed before or that were playing before the helmet rule uh, were grandfathered in and were not forced to wear helmets. And Craig McTavish was the last active player to not wear a helmet. And it was in the league, I think, up until the late 90s. Anyway, you'd be like, oh, Sid, hey, I would be, this is my audio costume contest submission, I would be Craig Craig McTavish. Uh, you know, famously, the last player in the NHL not to wear a helmet. Uh, I would wear a jersey, uh, a Bruins jersey, and um, some some shorts that kind of look like hockey pants. And I'd carry around a hockey stick all night. And maybe I do a little eye makeup to make a black eye. Um, yeah, that's my audio submission. It might go something like that. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. But it doesn't have to be what you're actually being. You don't have to go out and get this stuff. You don't have to play on trick-or-treating and this stuff. It's an audio costume contest. It just has to exist for our ears and paint us a picture in our minds. Maybe it's some celebrity sellout in a commercial. Maybe it's just something random that you're like, oh, this kind of fits in with the humor of the show. Again, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I bet I'll know it when I hear it. Now here's the second half of Truck's Call. And it's him, uh, it's his submission to the Halloween Custom Contest. Now, of course, he wasn't privy to any of what I just laid out for you guys, and that's on me. This is a confusing concept to wrap your head around. And I have not done a good job of explaining it. So he's explaining what he and his family are actually going as. And again, not he didn't have the benefit of what I just laid out for you guys. And it's entertaining nonetheless. And it's just another example of what it's like to be human. And well, you know, it's a, a submission's a submission. And, and truck, since you weren't privy to this information, you are welcome to resubmit. Or you're welcome to keep this as your submission. But let's just check in. This does sound Nice.
1: And then I uh, come around to the old Halloween costume. I'm excited for this as well. Ours will be a family group costume, which we always do now that we have a kid. It all centers around him. But he's going to be like a little rocket man, where he's going to wear a pair of pants. The pants are going to look like the Rocket Booster. They will be decorated with orange, red, and yellow, so they look like a blast of flame. And he's going to have an astronaut suit which we've cut a hole right where the butt would be, and his legs go into the flame pants. And the actual legs on the astronaut suit will be stuffed and have a coat hanger in each leg so they look like knees bent out in front of him. And it looks like he's flying around with a little rocket pack. So then Dad, I'm gonna go as the uh, some kind of planet. I haven't decorated it yet. I'll have a big paper mache mass on my body. Probably decorated like Earth, so it's easy to identify or do because I'm lazy. It's hard to make the texture of Mars, I guess, but I don't know. Mom will be an alien. You know, there's benefits to these costumes. You know, one that you don't think of but this big paper mache void. Excellent for taking whole liquor bottles into bars or, you know, extra bags of candy or who knows. I can see a lot of benefits of having this additional space on Halloween. But, uh, hope you're well. I hope we start hearing, uh, some strong cases in this costume, uh, contest. I'm excited about it. All right, humans, carry on.
0: Thank you, Truck, and carry on we will as humans. You know, like, like the outfit, first of all, and, you know, The contest has not started yet, so I won't evaluate totally, but I love the secret compartment idea. That's maybe even something that could be incorporated into an audio Halloween costume submission, not just, in this case, something doubling as both reality and an audio submission. Again, never have done this before. Ten years from now, we'll be like, oh, I know exactly what this is. We're, We're shaping this together. So folks, get those submissions in. The Sydney Hollow Show Audio Halloween Costume Contest. Submissions are due. Wednesday morning by lunch, East Coast time. And of course the contest is brought to you by Truck & Son Odd Jobs. Do you live in the Savannah area? Do you need some work done? Well, unless it's making a paper mache of the planet Mars, my boy Truck is up for it. Truck and Son Odd Jobs, 912 596 7879. He will make you a paper mache of earth with a secret compartment. Secret compartments, unzippered pants. Boy, we like, we do like a little bit of that around here, don't we? Again, the numbers, 912 596 7879. Truck and Son Odd Jobs. All right, folks, Commercial Corner. I do not like it when celebrities sell out in their own commercials. Well, Sid, you just read us an ad. Well, guess what? I'm figuring this out, too, okay? But we've got Pete Davidson. I mean, Taco Bell's not the worst thing in the world, but tarnishing his brand. You know, he was an A-lister, and now he's selling breakfast tacos for a fast food chain. This next commercial is just... Here's what. Here's what. You think when someone gets on Saturday night live it's the pinnacle of their career or at least their pinnacle of their career to that point. It's a lifetime goal for many comedy-leaning folks out there, myself included. It certainly was. I don't know if I've aged out or not. I certainly, you know, haven't been trying as hard as I could. But nevertheless, Don't we want truthfulness out of our comedians? Don't we want people whose humor sometimes sounds some kind of alarm? Don't we want people whose humor like sometimes makes us uncomfortable, sometimes not. Sometimes it's just good for a jolly laugh. But do we ever think to ourselves, I want a comedian, I want my comedy brought to me by someone who loves a major telecommunications network. I've never heard anyone say that. So there's a Verizon ad out with Cecily Strong and Julian Edelman, formerly of the New England Patriots. And I guess what I'll say too is with a lot of commercials, if there's enough humor, if there's enough way where they get me, if there's enough way where they trick me into liking their thing as a standalone piece of content, for lack of a better word, a standalone piece of art, something that's like, Ah, you know, it's a commercial, but it still made me laugh. I actually, you know, it's the kind of commercial where you call someone into the room to watch it. Hey, 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 here's that funny ad. You know, I might give someone a pass on that. But this ad is so bleak. It's in an empty football stadium, possibly CGI. And they're sitting on these big Verizon letters. Well, Cecily Strong is. Possibly CGI and it's just it's humorless it's something that why why would they be there it's just such a commercial for a commercial's sake and well it's not what i want out of my comedians (laughs) so let's give it a listen jeez
2: ironic Edelman's struggling with reception two things
0: i hate dropping balls, and calls. Well, you
2: need a better network. Time to switch to Verizon, the most reliable 5G network in America. I'm listening. You even get a free 5G phone on them. Sweet. So now, whether you're in the city or on the road.
0: Reception.
2: And getting the network you want and a brand new phone. Touchdown!
0: Touchdown! Switch now. And a brand new phone. Touchdown. To me, it just sounds like just you know, maybe she was into it, maybe she wasn't. You can only just hear like maybe a director off camera. Hey, this time with a little more enthusiasm. This time the way you would say touchdown if you were kind of mocking people say touchdown. Cause it doesn't sound like the way you scream touchdown if you're actually a fan. Touch Touchdown! Touch Switch. I mean, I'm the kind of guy I go, touchdown. <laughs> I mean, that's even a little muted. That's even a little muted because I'm not really in the zone. <laughs> I don't know. Something about it gives me sadness. It gives me sadness and it's just like, wow. Okay. It's just, you know, I'm a spokesman for Verizon. Said, why aren't you picking on Julian Edelman? Well, I just expect less from him. Well, humans, what a show. Jam-packed. Jam-packed today. Uh, you know, if you have issues with things I've said, if you want to submit to the contest, you know how to get in touch with the show. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com The contest will be audio. So, uh, the submissions, get them in audio. Record into the voice memo app on your smartphone. And, Hit the little share button and just send that over as an email to listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com. All right, humans, thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a community. Big things, big things, big things. And since it is the month of October and, well, since we exist, peace and love, peace and love.
2: Email listenerline at sydneyhollishow.com for autographs. Good day.